shower is supposed to make you feel fresh and clean, but on the Upper East Side, they are where I get the most dirt. And B's bridal shower tonight promises to be an absolutely filthy affair. The only two people left off the list, number one, Chuck. All right. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we are discussing episode eight of season five, All the Pretty Sources. Original air date, November 21st, 2011, written by Austin Winsberg, directed by Sherry Nolan. Serena throws Blair a wedding shower. Meanwhile, Chuck and Dan decide to go out together to distract themselves since they weren't invited. Max blackmails Ivy and Louis makes a decision that threatens his relationship with Blair. So we were separate tonight. Yeah. And I was very much laughing in this Ah. episode. What were you laughing at? uh, Mostly how pathetic Padge is. (laughs) <laughs> the elevator scene specifically. Yes. As the operation Tzatziki, which I feel so I just want to, you know, use in my daily life. But, and then of course, what's so funny is we watch on HBO and Liz is in the chat. We do this with our Discord fam. And my HBO froze. My The HBO app sucks. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know if anyone else has issues, but every time Rand Lake and I put on Curb at night, it skips and we have to go out and come back in. It's it's a terrible app. I don't know if it's my Samsung TV. Like I don't know what it is, but it also skipped on me tonight too, and I had to kind of like really quickly get back to it. It would not work in my main in my living room, so I had to watch it in the bedroom, which is not bad watching from bed. No, but I'm like, I was imagine- in bed too and I was about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Liz was here, we'd have to snuggle in bed with the snuggle. three cats and Gossip Girl. Yeah, it's not, nothing we've never done before. <laughs> right. Niles. <laughs> um, anyways, so what did you think overall of the episode? Because a lot of peeps in the chat thought it was good. I thought it was good. I was very entertained by it. I thought... Actually, that the party, the shower, I was obsessed with the theme. Obsessed. And I think this is one of my favorite parties that we have oh, seen. It. Me yeah, too. I really liked it. Um, and I I liked it overall. I like the different plays that we got between Puck. And I feel like they have better chemistry than Pate, which I can get into. Mm. And Chivy. I, Chivy. And She's Max spinning coming that wheel. in. I'm just, ooh, it is good. But still, we not to jump ahead, but Diana and this whole spectator thing, I still don't understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully in my summary, I can explain it a little bit more, but I am no expert, that's for sure. Yeah. I can just tell you what I grasped and what Wiki told me and what have, what have you. But Right, right. Um, before we jump into the summary, I am sipping on a glass full of gossip tonight. I wonder if you've had these. They're from Whole Foods. Well, I found no. this in Whole Foods. Um, the title is, It's Elegant, It's Witty, It's You. And that's a quote from the episode when Blair walks into her shower. I picked this because it's a sparkling water. As we know, Blair is pregnant, so she's not drinking any alcohol. 
But I felt like this was very fitting because it's sparkling water with tea and botanicals. It has grapefruit, lavender, and ginger tea flavors in it. What is it called? It's just, the brand is called Sound. And this is just, I guess, the grapefruit flavor that has the extras. But it's cute and delicious. And they had a few different flavors, but I felt like this one was like the most Blair. Oh, I'll have to look for that. That looks yeah. very delicious. Yeah, it's good. It's it's refreshing, as always. Um, I feel like she would appreciate this, you know, the flavors. Okay, so my three gossip words we had for last week, shower, given, doubts. Um, you said Blair doubting. She really did, but Louis was doubting a lot, too. Really, really bad and pretty toxic, if I do say so myself. This relationship is not going places. No, it's not. Um, and then we had sources for the most obvious reason. I could not think of any word but sources for last week. I was like, what am I going to pick? And I just kept coming with sources. I'm like, I don't care that it's in the title because this is literally what the episode is about. So, Yeah, I know. That was perfect. Which I feel like, I'm jumping ahead, but these sources, why didn't we get to read them? Oh, I don't know, man. We could have really, like started stuff here like whoever sent this blast and find out who that sent that blast like this could have been some good stuff yeah i know i have so much to say for after dark i feel like majority of my thoughts are truly for after dark because of what zahara told us last week yes so i have many that i was honed into a particular aspect and it's the same point that everyone else is going to talk about in after dark but sure it is it's very obvious there so yes all right let's start with padge just to get him out of the way the pathetic padge so there's a gossip girl blast that goes out talking about how dan is still this lonely boy after his book launch and how it was unsuccessful and he's talking to lily and rufus about it and they're like oh well at least they're still talking about you don't worry dan and he's like so butthurt that he's not invited to Blair's shower. I'm like, first of all, I don't know where this is New York. And in New York, we have traditions and not saying that it's a good tradition, but usually at the shower, it's just females, right? This seemed more like an engagement party. It did. It was like a mix of an engagement party, but also a shower, but also potentially maybe a baby shower. So Dan is not invited to this. He blames Serena for this naturally. He blames Serena pretty much for about just about everything in this episode. Um, And so he heads over to the person, the one person in the world that can understand his pain, which is Chuck. (laughs) Chuck Bartholomew Bass. (laughs) Coming through. Yeah, so we have a puck reunited, and Chuck is like, I'll allow you to hang out with me for the day. He sees in the paper about Louis and Blair, so he's like, oh, I'll just appease Dan, and we'll like be in pain together. It's fine. So they hang out Chuck style, which, of course, is fancy food and fancy drinks and fancy marijuana and fancy ladies and the Matrix, because that's doesn't that's hysterical to me that the Matrix is playing. Um, But actually, Chuck's not really indulging in these. He's just watching Dan enjoying himself, which is funny. Now, as I was watching them throughout this episode, I just feel that like Blair and Padge, they contrast so well. And Chuck and Padge contrast so well. And I am just so much more into them than I am with Pate because to me, Pate is really boring. 
looking it's back. Boring. They're just, and maybe it's just good old friendship and that's bad because I really do appreciate good old friendship, but maybe their bromance is boring to watch compared to this because it's the unlikely duo. Right. I mean, that's exactly the point. I think Nate and Dan have more of an understanding and they're kind of more similar with things. And Chuck is just so completely opposite of pretty much most of the men of his age group. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's it's like he's like an old soul sort of. And obviously we know what the vocabulary stuff constitutional like this stuff. (laughs) We're still on the constitutional guys. Um, It's. He's just like an old timey. He's like an old fucking fart dude, and just but <laughs> an he's, old fucking I don't know. fart he's dude. Just, he's just like an old fart, but also he just doesn't give a shit. But he's trying to give a shit. So it's funny because Dan, who I feel like has a lot of emotions towards people, he he doesn't really hide them. He puts them out on <laughs> hard on his sleeve. Chuck's like, oh well, I'm not really like that. So they kind of have that good contrast, and I, I am enjoying it as well. I feel like they're both good for each other. They are. They're very good for each other right now. So, as we said, Dan is going on and on and on, babbling, blabbing about Serena and how she's ruining his life. She ruined my book deal. She ruined my career. And Chuck's like, I'm sorry. Did you ever think that this is your fault? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, Chuck. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Chuck. The words of wisdom. He's like, you're not a man of action. If you're a man of action... You know, you need to take control of your life and you're defining yourself as an outsider. So therefore you are one. And Dan's like, huh. So Chuck goes to walk monkey. And when he comes back, this intoxicated Dan is nowhere to be found. So Dan actually heads to Blair's shower because now he's this man of action. And he's saying over and over in the in the elevator, I'm a man of action. He's it's like a comical scene of him explaining to them why he's there. And all of a sudden he's like, I don't even know who you people are. Like, <laughs> just funny. So he walks into Blair's party and he's about to tell he's like I'm in the elevator is like I'm gonna tell this person what I want to say and so you think it's he's gonna go up to Serena and confront her about not being invited but no he goes straight to Blair and is like why am I not invited what did I do with like what did I do to you I was there for you and nobody else was and she's like oh like what are you doing here and then Chuck comes in because he's trying to save the day and try and get Dan out of there and Blair's like what are you doing here like the two people I didn't want to come are now of course here so Louis has to like kick them out right he she looks at him and she's like make this go away yeah Yeah. have you watched you yet I haven't I'm dying to I'm dying to I'm before we watched tonight, I was watching you, and I swear, like, you come off you and you go to Gossip Girl, like, Patch and Joe are interchangeable in my mind, <laughs> and I feel like someone should write a fanfic Why? <laughs> because Patch is so bitter right now. That's how he ended up as Joe killing people, because that's yeah. just... <laughs> oh, write that, that theory. That theory has been exhausted on Oh, has it? Because like, I don't look, so you know. Well, yeah, I, I purposely, you know, anything Gossip Girl, Michelle stays away from. Right, so it's right. It's funny that they're like, oh, my God, Joe and Dan are like the same person. This is ridiculous. It's so funny. Like, it just, it's, it's really, good. It's funny. It is very funny. Yeah. So Chuck gets Dan out of there, luckily. And they're sitting on a stoop, which is like funny. And Chuck's like, okay, I know what's happening here. 
you love Blair. And a drunk Padge doesn't admit to it, but also is thinking about it, but also is like, is he sure? Maybe he's not sure he does. Like, maybe he doesn't even realize that he does. And now he has to think about it. He's like, wait, no, I can't be in love with Blair. And Chuck's like, well, it doesn't matter anyway, because she followed her heart and her heart led her to Louis. I'm like, yeah, uh, she really followed her heart on that one. (laughs) No, she forced her heart. She forced. <laughs> she forced her heart. She yeah. went where the, the ring was, and that was it. I just um, can't believe we actually went there, because I feel like me and you were, you know, we were on the pear train by ourselves. I mean, we had uh, our listeners. We're like, pear, yeah. pear, pear. And honestly, deep down, I'm like, I oh, know, we are really just, we're creating this world. And the fact that Chuck says this to Padge, and Padge is like, I don't love Blair, but I can't believe we actually did this. I know. We're still doing it. You know, it's like we're I'm still shocked. talking about it. It's crazy. I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, but Chuck pretty much says, like, you know, it's over for us. We're both on the outside. Like, basically, you have a friend on the outside now, which is like, all right. Sucks for both of them, but they both are in love with Blair. <laughs> they the Blair have that Lovers commonality Club. there. Right. Okay, so on to Blair with a little bit of Serena because they kind of tie into each other. So Serena is trying to be the best maid of honor she possibly can. She's planning Blair's bridal shower. Blair's in her bedroom. When Louis arrives, he's bearing gifts and an apology for how he acted with, you know, like paying a therapist to change Chuck into this monster. (laughs) Ridiculousness Mm -mm. that happened last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But then in another breath is like, Blair, you can't trust your friends. They're not good people. They don't have your best interests at heart. I'm like, where do you think this is coming from? Like, I'm just, I'm curious, where do you think this is coming from? Because obviously he's just so insecure in his relationship. Well, that's that he it. doesn't, he just wants to sabotage her. He's spiraling. And he I think spiraling. First, we watched him take so much like he dealt with Chuck, he dealt with Padge, he dealt with all these things and learning about Blair and his family talking mm-hmm. smack about her. And I think he's he popped. He's yeah. popping and we're seeing it. And he's like, I cannot, I can't handle it anymore. And I think he's gone to a zone that he's not proud of, but he arrived. Yeah, he and he's it's hard for him to get out of it. And so he even mentions to her, like, I'm putting distance in my relationships with my family, and you need to do the same with your friends. I am sacrificing this for our relationship. And like, what are you doing? And Blair's like, uh and then all of a sudden a blast comes in from Gossip Girl about Blair not knowing who the father of her baby was. And Blair's like, look. I, I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, it was probably your family that sent that. And he's like, no, it was probably your friends that sent that. So it's like. Didn't he just... say like, oh, you refuse to convert to Catholicism? Yes. And she's like, what does it have to do with my friends? Right. It has nothing to do with her friends. That's what was her personal choice. But OK. Yeah. Uh, so she leaves to go shopping with her minions to find an outfit for the shower. And yet she she knows no details of the shower. So she doesn't even know where to start with this outfit. And so the minions are messing with her, telling her it's a small gathering with Greek food. Oh, so and funny. she's like utterly disgusted by all of this. And she can't believe that Serena would plan this type of shower. So she goes home and she tells Louis, like, mm, maybe they, she doesn't have my best interest at heart. I'm like, 
Well, Blair, this is a little far-fetched for me. Like, let's just but, give it a, a second, you know? Wait right. till you get to the shower. Right. And at that point, Louis is snooping on Serena's computer. And he admits, oh, okay, you know, I'm sorry. She admits that she thinks her relationships are more distant than she originally thought. It's so dramatic. Blair leaves the room. And at that point, Louis sends out Gossip Girl sources to the spectator. Now, I mean, the the chances of this being actually followed through is very little because how would he have... I mean, I know it was Serena's computer and Nate had sent her this email, but he was going to pull the trigger. Serena wasn't. So it's like, how would how did we get there? <laughs> I wondered the same thing, and that was one of my questions for you. Did, it's not explained, so... Okay, it's just okay. I clicked the button and it went sent to the spectator. It uploaded it um, magically, like didn't have to pass through any people. Like it, it also uploaded. surprises me because I would assume that Serena only has logins to her personal blog on the spectator, a small section. There's no right. way she has admin permissions. You know what I mean? She has blog permissions. That's right. it. So for this to have gone through and so simply. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a little yeah, it's 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 far fetched. Yeah. So they head to their shower at the Vanderwoodsons, and as we said, it's super cute. It's Tiffany themed. Everything is Tiffany blue, and the servers are dressed like Audrey Hepburn. And Blair is so happy. She's delighted to see that it's not a trash shower that she thought it was gonna be. And so Serena makes this really sweet speech about Blair and her relationship and how much she loves her and she's so happy she's getting what she wants. And then it makes an announcement that all of the women at the event are getting little Tiffany boxes. And when Serena says to open them, there will be a ring in one that someone will win. And spoiler alert, it's Chivy. <laughs> you know what? Where was Eleanor and where was Dorota? And where was Lily? Lily says, oh, she couldn't make the shower. They never even said where she was going to be. I didn't even catch that. I Because Lily was setting it up. So in my mind, yeah, she's like, oh, I can't even attend the shower I'm I'm setting up. It's like, where are you? Where the hell was Eleanor? Like, why would Eleanor and Dorota miss the shower? I know. Dorota 100% should have been there. Eleanor, yeah, I. it sucks that they weren't. And they should have been. But I guess, you know. They weren't available or they didn't have the money. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let it go. I will let it go. Right. Um, but within a few minutes of the shower being underway, there are whispers and there is a blast from, I. well, I guess it wasn't a blast from Gossip Girl. I think it was just what was posted from the spectator. And now it's being released and everyone's able to read all the sources that were sending Gossip Girl her information and there are a load like tons and tons of of uh sources on there so blair gets pissed because she sees that everyone is talking about this and not paying attention to her and they finally show her what they've been talking about and she immediately goes and blames serena i did not like this how do it was you snap so unnecessary on your best friend who has just put on this beautiful shower for you and you automatically are going to think, oh, Serena did this. It's fucked right. up. And Serena's like, did what? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. 
And then she explains it. No, it was Diana. And then says, well, and also Louise saw it. And so Blair is like, oh, shit. It was right. Louise. So very quickly, luckily, her gut reaction was to say, okay, I know it was Louise. So she confronts him about it and he doesn't deny it and says, like, you know, I, I, I just wanted you to see that, you know, your friends were not good. And, and she's like, by, by sabotaging me and also like it's our shower. Why wouldn't you want me to have a good time? You literally posted it during our like our special day like this is fucked up <laughs> not only sabotaging her and him but sabotaging everyone everyone all of her friends and family whoever sent in these tips to gossip girl and she says well look even beatrice was the one to send that blast about my pregnancy and you know the the father of my baby and so she's like, I can't believe that y- you would do this. And I think we need to spend some time apart because I don't even know what like our fu- the future of our relationship is. So later on, she has a sweet moment with Serena and they're eating cake and they're talking about Louis and he's self-destructing. He is literally about to blow up. And she says, hmm, that like reminds me of Chuck. And funny enough, Chuck got, you know, uh, crashed my party and Serena's like well actually he was just trying to save your party so Dan wouldn't make a spectacle and Blair's like huh like I know and Serena's like role reversal yeah and Serena says I can't believe you didn't notice that right because Blair mm-hmm. is such in the mindset of Chuck is old Chuck is his yeah. old ways yeah right and then our final scene of the episode we have Blair she goes to the Empire and she watches Chuck take care of Dan, put a blanket on him. And she's like, oh, you you did change then. And she's like, you've been good this whole time, haven't you? Whew. And that's where we end our episode. But it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. That and was quick because last episode she was proving he wasn't changed. So Right. Well, she caught on to that it was all just him, you know, putting on an act. But he even says, like, you should not be here. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. Well, <laughs> yes. But yeah, like a lot of reasons, as in obviously we know past history with them. Also, Louis hates me. Also, you hate me. Also, Dan loves you. Also, I love you. You <laughs> know, it's lot. like a lot of stuff needed yeah. in this little like bubble of the three of them there. Uh, so yeah, that was a good part of the episode. Yeah. Um, and we just have Nate and Ivy to talk about. So Nate, he's at the spectator. His grandmother come, his grandmother, his grandfather comes to visit him on a Saturday and he introduces his grandfather to Diana, who we know that they know each other, but they have to pretend that they don't. And so Diana pulls William aside and she's like, why didn't you call first? I wasn't prepared to see you. And he tells Diana that. I guess a particular news article highlighted Diana when really it should be highlighting Nate. That's their plan. And it's making her look like, like the celebrity and not him. So apparently this is not what they've discussed. So but like, the goal what? is to reshape <laughs> Nate's image. Through I don't this know, how sm- the hell Diana comes about this. Yeah, but, but to reshape his image through a gossip magazine? Right. What? I I'm know it's it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, logically, like I I understand like for the plot how it's going and like they're putting the pieces together, but I don't understand why this is a good thing for Nate. 
I think I'm missing that. <laughs> I mean, we know Nate has nothing, but I'm well, pretty sure we could have gave him something else besides a gossip website. Right. And so he has invested in the spectator and he has says he has the ability to fire her and basically like put Nate in charge if she doesn't uh, turn this around for Nate. So she t- he tells her she's got three days to turn Nate's image around and get the views to go to Nate. So she tells Nate that the board, quote, is going to fire her unless the spectator gets more hits than Gossip Girl. So Nate mentions, okay, I have an idea. He calls Eric for help and ends up getting information from Jonathan about how he hacked into the Gossip Girl server a few years ago. And so he calls Serena and tells her what he found. And he sends her this email with a whole spreadsheet that he's like concocted with every single person that has sent a blast and all the blasts that have gone through gossip girl and he's like there are even so many today and i'm like wow that's so many there i really wish we could have read some <laughs> also why didn't we take more time to actually filter through and maybe see like hey who could gossip girl be i know what like hello this is doesn't so... make any sense how are they hacking into gossip girl server and still not positive on who it is (laughs) also how come no one has done this before right so seems very easy i mean it was it was too easy they said they was too easy they said they've done this before but how come no one has done it since Since. to like take her down right so serena's like you can't show anyone this because if you do i'll be exposed and all of our friends will be exposed because all of the ones that we've individually sent to gossip girl will be on there so of course we know diana finds out about this and she wants to use it but nate says no please don't it will destroy my friends and then she's like well let's just see what nate archibald has typed uh to a way to gossip girl and they find nothing not one thing this goody two shoes Nate has ever sent to Gossip Girl. She's like, wow, you are a good dude. I'm hmm. shocked. You are a good dude. <laughs> You're a good dude, Nate. <laughs> I mean, do we expect to does Nate get involved like wrapped his wrapped up in this? Not really. No. So I guess it makes sense. But also it could be like he took his name out to make him oh, seem like to make him totally seem like he's true. a good dude for Diana. Right. But I feel like if it was more believable, he could have at least like left one or two that were like not that bad. Like super lame. Stupid things, but (laughs) they weren't there. Um, So she says to Nate, okay, I promise I won't upload these. I'll find another way. So Nate's like starting to grow on her. And then I also had the idea of like, oh, last week she said we were going to be equals. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? So I guess him saying, please don't send this she took that into consideration of like, okay, you're making the decision. I'll accept like that decision kind of thing. I also, I still don't understand why she wants to take down Gossip Girl. Like what is her plan? Yeah. I mean, we couldn't, if the plan is for William to shape, reshape Nate's image, why does it have to be a magazine or like a, a column? Can't that be anything So if you want to take down Gossip Girl because that's the most competing source to what Nate's working for, like, why couldn't we have gotten Nate's a job somewhere else? 
<laughs> Probably for a more reputable source, no? An outlet that's more respected. Right. And she came in here with the plan. Like, she's like, no, I have a plan. It doesn't seem like he cares too much about taking down Gossip Girl. It's more she has this right. internal, like, battle plan that she has to do. And I'm like, why? Right. And she's been working <laughs> on this for a while now. Yeah. And so I guess because he does care about her and he does care about his job, he's like, okay, I'll do whatever it takes to help you achieve this. But yeah, I don't know if 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 he wasn't working for her, he wouldn't have done this. Was it last week when they were on the phone and she's like, Nate's in check and play, Serena's yep. in play. Mm-hmm. What even though is- Serena's not in play. Was this so she could have her own blog and they thought that was going to go somewhere? Like, I am really just. Right. Yeah. I know. Unless Nate sent it to Serena, hoping that she would post that on her blog. Yeah. But 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 last week, Diana didn't know this was going to happen. No. So, again, this is just like working out for Diana's favor, even though it didn't really work out. Right. It's it's just all so convenient yet again. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so she calls William to talk. She explains to him, Nate, honestly, he's a he's a good kid. You have a good grandson, and he's going to hate me because he's going to think that I released these sources, even though we all know it was Louis. And she's like, he's not going to believe me, so I'm not even going to try and defend it. And so then Nate storms into this meeting, and he's surprised to see his grandfather there. And he's like, what's happening? Are you guys working together? And William's like, not yet. Even though, yeah, they are. But Diana says that, you know, she makes up a lie about how she was doing everything she possibly could from the the upper uppers in the company. And she really needs William to, um, you know, William tells Nate that he's there. He doesn't he doesn't know why Diana called him in, but she says that she needs someone to invest in her because she's under a lot of pressure. And so William's like, okay, yeah, I will, but you're fired and Nate's going to be the new editor in chief. And like, it's so cold because Nate is like watching her pack her shit. And he just like leaves, like holding his grandfather's arm, like out. I'm like, wow, that meant nothing to you. Okay. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Again, it's just, all right, we'll see what happens. Diana's not on the Island, right? She's not. (laughs) <laughs> okay you scared me for a sec because you hesitated no, she's not i was about to flip a we're not done with her yet ball oh yeah no i would have too I, there's so much we have to know the secret we have to know yeah so she's collecting her things she's packing up and she calls william on the phone and you can see her down in the car and she's like i really feel bad for like breaking up with nate this is how it was ending. And he's like, oh, he'll go, he'll get over it. She's like, well, I really just did it to kind of keep my secret intact. And, you know, cause nobody can find that out. And he's like, you're right. And she's like, well, if they do, like, they'll find out your secret too. It's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? How are these two connected? And then we have, uh, you know, Bart. Bart and Bart. Barty Bart Bart. So, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, so that's Nate. To wrap it up, we have Ivy Chivy. She's freaking out. She's spiraling. (laughs) We know she can't take this secret for too much longer. Do you think 
I wrote down, actually. Do you think she's got stomach issues? She's got to have a little IBS. She has to. Colitis has to be coming. I don't know how you keep on this identity. Like your hair falling out or something. I mean, maybe she's got a stomach of steel, but I feel like she's got stomach issues. I just had to say it. I had to say Because <laughs> I would. Sure she's, she's got something. Something she's got anxiety something. written. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Carol finally calls her back after many attempts and Chivy is like, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to leave town. And she's like, you can't. My family will become suspicious and then Cece will cut my funds. And like, we can't have that. And she reminds her like, look, Ivy, if my secret comes out, yours comes out too. And I'm going to take you down with me. So my money, my money better keep flowing. So during the bridal shower, Lily um, during the bottle shot of planning, Lily meets Max, who comes looking for Ivy. He's like, I have this picture of Charlie, but also maybe she goes by the name Ivy. So then Ivy is forced to tell Lily and Max that she was going as Ivy Dickens to appease her mother so that nobody would find out that she was a Rhodes. I mean, this is a perfect plan. It is. I mean, that was really smooth. Very smooth. It was genius. It was genius. And they're both so understanding and Max so much that he's like, let's get back together. And Ivy's like, nah, (laughs) I'm not ready. I'm going to take some time alone. But like, let me give you some money. You go to Portland and like in a few months, I'll come and find you. Yeah, here, I'll get you 50 grand. Open your restaurant. Is that good? That's a good amount, right? He's like, what the hell? This is awesome. (laughs) Right. Of course, I'll take 50 grand. So she's like, yeah, tomorrow we'll meet and I'll give you the cash. Or so he thinks. So he heads out into the living room to see Lily putting away a picture of her whole family. And she's like, here, have you ever met Ivy, Chivy, Charlie's mom? Carol, here she is. And he's like, oh, that's her mom? Okay. So you can see already he knows this is not her mother. We don't know how he knows, but he runs home to his apartment, hotel room, whatever it is. He's putting the pieces together, finds a playbill from Alice in Wonderland. And in it, we see the name of Charlotte Rhodes, Ivy Dickens, and Carol Rhodes. So now he's like, whoa, okay. I know Ivy is Ivy. And yeah, Charlotte and is Charlotte. Right, and Ivy... Chivy was stage manager. And and Carol was like costumes or was something like that on, on the set. Very interesting. I'm very interested in this. I don't know what happens with this. I'm very interested. Yeah. Because they all know each other. And Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So... Chivy ends up having a conversation with Lily and she apologizes that, uh, you know, my mom had made me do this. And Lily's like, oh, it's so Carol. Don't worry. We love you. We're your family still. We'll always be there for you. And I'm like, poor Lily. She has no idea. And like Ivy's like, I know, like she loves her. I know she loves Lily. She has to love her new family. She calls them her family. Yeah. So I like Ivy. I like this. I don't mind her. I think I don't think she's a bad chick. I think she's just trying to keep her head above water at above this point. Above water, yeah. And you know, listen, if Carol took her down, I right. does Chivy have that much to lose? No, she would just have them like pretty much excommunicate her and Carol would be excommunicated. You know, that's p- pretty much it. 
Yeah. So later on, after Ivy wins the ring, Max comes to the Vanderwoodsons to see Ivy so she can explain herself. And so she tells him, look, I'm still going to get you the money like we promised. And he's like, I don't really care about this. Like I, I want, I, now I want the money and like, I'm up, I'm pissed. And like, pretty much like what we had is now kind of gone. And she's like, I'm right. going to get you the money and you need to leave my family alone. So he agrees and he's requesting a down payment. So she's like, here's my ring. It will help you for a little bit. And so he leaves and then he leaves he meets Serena at her place and he apologizes to her and okay, I can I get a second chance? And so of course Serena gives him the second chance because it is Serena after all. But like, why not? Yep. And after that leaves Ivy a voicemail that he will be in town a little bit longer instead of 50 grand. He wants $500,000 to keep her secret. What a mofo. Yeah, and so he also says that they say something about last spring. So we knew that they were dating for a little bit, and in next week's episode, we get confirmation that they were actually dating for two years. Holy shit! Yeah, so she she didn't lie. I mean, so she was playing Charlie while still being in a relationship with him, like like we expected. We kind of assumed that. So, wow. So I. Yeah. Wow. I guess, you know, 500000 is tax money owed <laughs> or damages of the heart. Right. And yeah, I think even he's like, I next week he's, you know, he's heartbroken. This girl really, she's a master manipulator, even though it's like in a nice way. It's like a really strange character yeah. trait is... She's trying to keep her head above water. She's trying not to use people, but she ultimately is at the end of the day. So obviously it's not it's not good for anyone. Right. But as like a character, one that we've added, even though I feel like we're getting there really slowly and I could like it to be sped up a little bit, I do enjoy Chivy. I do too. I do at too. At the end of the day. So Yeah. Yeah. You guys let us know if you like Chivy. Yes. Some of you don't like our Chivy name, which it's like, haha. Oh well. Get out of here. here anyway, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Adrian on. Can't wait to chat with her. It's been a hot yeah. minute. So stay tuned, guys. Okay. Welcome back from break. We are so excited to be speaking with Adrian, hi Adrian, we've missed you. <laughs> Hello, I've missed you as well. I've honestly just like missed being a part of the podcasting world. It's been a long time. I know. So I'm really really grateful. Well, tell our friends what you've been up to. I know you're renovating, you're doing lots of things in the house, so tell them a little yes. bit more about that so, if you like. Yeah, to make a long story short, my husband and I bought our very first house. We live in Salt Lake City, Utah. We live in a really old home. It was built in the 1930s, and I have been the general contractor on the house. So we have done like a major, major renovation, major remodel. And so that has been my full-time job since February. That's incredible. I love following 
I look forward to I see that that little story pop up and I'm like first thing I watch. Oh, that makes me so happy. It's honestly so fun and I've grown so much. It's been the most amazing self-development journey I've ever been on. I can share more later. Please. Maybe not not on the pod yes. probably. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it has been incredible. So I yeah, I'm I'm very very grateful. My life has changed a lot. Um, I feel like I'm a phoenix rising out of the ashes in a lot of ways. I love it. Um, but it's it's been a beautiful, beautiful transformation. That's great. Oh, I can't wait to see like the end result. I mean, whenever that is, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> unfortunately, like, it's not it's coming soon. soon. It's coming okay. soon. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're hoping by the end of the year, we'll we're probably gonna take a break. Um, so it, it it'll be coming soon. Wow, so exciting. It's so oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's so yeah. awesome. Um, so l- when we last saw you, Adrian, it was we had you on for season four. I'm misplacing, of course, what episode that was. It was the one with Tim Gunn. Oh yes, with Jenny. Oh my god, that was oh, such yes. a good episode. Jenny. Miss you, girl. <laughs> Says good no one ever memory. but me. <laughs> she adds her own element of drama. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good episode. This was also a good episode. I, it you was. picked a good one. This was it was very like gossip girly. Even though it, yeah, I picked. I picked the last episode because of Tim Gunn. I picked this episode because I was like, I am definitely going to be done renovating by October. <laughs> <laughs> Not done, but okay. I'm done enough to be able to like be on the podcast, which is good. Yes, yeah, we appreciate still, it. It still is a good episode for you to come on, and I want to hear all of your thoughts. Firstly, I want to ask you, what do you think about what's happening or what could happen, or et cetera. I don't want to say too much. But, like, Dan and Blair. There's obviously... Dan, he doesn't want to admit it, doesn't know if he should admit it, doesn't even know if he feels that way in this episode, but Chuck thinks that Dan is in love with Blair. And I want to get your take. Do we like this Blair-Dan thing? Michelle and I are obsessed. We love Pear. We call them Pear. So how do you feel about it? Back when I watched Gossip Girl the very first time, back when it was, like, on real TV, I was obsessed with that pairing because it's so unexpected. Mm. But it's also, like, you put this, you know, dramatic personality with someone who's, like, really down to earth and it just works because it's so complimentary. I love it. Okay. She's on our I'm team. a big fan. <laughs> Very much so. Um, yeah, so I, I really, really like okay, it. Okay, I'm so glad. And actually, Michelle, Will wants to know, do we think that pair, this pair story arc is like still back on or are we pulling back with it? I still think this, I, I, was, I said this at the top of the show, Adrian, that this was my, we've, I really thought we were exaggerating this the whole time, this whole pair situation. <laughs> And the fact that we just kind of recognized it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the show is going there. I wanted it to go there. I wanted to hear it come out of his mouth, even though he didn't fully admit it. I think we're actually getting towards the end of this. I don't think we're going to continue too much because I 
I want it. I mean, hey, it keeps happening, so I'll be grateful, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to continue. Yeah. And Adrian, what about the Charlie Ivy situation? Do you remember your first initial thoughts when you first watched? What do you think about it now? <laughs> okay. I will be very honest with you that I have not watched any Gossip Girl episodes since the last time I was on your oh, that's show. Okay. So, so I'm just kind of like, I love being on the show, but there are so many good things on TV that I'm just like, Gossip Girl's not at the top of my of list. Of course. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. There's so much television on in the world right now. Always. But I've actually never watched Friday Night Lights, so I think I'm actually going to watch that with you and listen to the Yay! pod, and I'm super excited about Come it. Be a guest. So, Come be a guest. Yes. I'm, I'm, I would love to. We could to. be newbies together to and make predictions. I have friends and family who are literally obsessed with that show, and these people don't even like football that much, so I'm like, <laughs> there's got to be different elements to this show that's pulling people in. Well, I'll tell you. I, I watched the pilot and I'm taking my notes and I'm just like football, yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, aunt, and aunt watched it with me the first time. And he watched, we watched it seven years ago. Okay. And I'm telling him and, I'm, and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, and then this play happens and football, 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 term, term. And I'm like, shit, I don't know anything about football. So this will be really interesting, but there it's so much more than football, but it's heavy football. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge like college football fan yeah. specifically for my sp- specific college. Yeah. So for someone who can like understand football stuff, I think I'll probably like it even more. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, back to your question about Charlie Ivy. Ivy, yeah. Charlie. <laughs> yeah. I like vaguely remember that. And then when um, Max pulled out that like Alice in Wonderland thing and like showed the picture. I was like, it all came flooding back to me almost like a that's so Raven vision. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this plot line. Um, super sketch. And when Max was like, yeah, you're gonna have to take it from ten thousand dollars to five hundred thousand dollars, I was like, whoa, buddy, yeah, that's a bit much. Like, this girl, in my opinion, just based off of this one episode (laughs) is that like she doesn't have that kind of access like she is like i feel like she's like clinging just to like be seen as someone who's important oh yeah there's no way in hell she's gonna be able to get her hands on half a million dollars no she's spiraling i was asking Liz. i was like she's got to have stomach issues the stress (laughs) that this girl every week she pulls it off though but it's coming how long has how many episodes has she been in? I'm oh, sorry. a bunch. This I has mean, been going on since last her... season. Yeah, last season. Oh, really? Oh, I th- I guess like right right after we left you off, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we introduced her and her mother, you know, quote, and then we ended the season with us finding out that she's actually Ivy and not Charlie. And then so mm. since beginning of this season, so now the past eight episodes, we're still doing She's Pretending to be Charlie. So it's been a long gotcha. time. Okay. And I'm ready for it to kind of come to fruition, like, let's go, because yeah. it's a little much. But I'm enjoying it. They're dragging it on. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but it, it's it's just nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> um, what is your take on Louis and Blair? Ugh, I think he adds nothing to this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
He's not cute. <laughs> I don't know if his accent is real. It sounds fake. It's supposedly Every, real. I it feels like it's I know. not. <laughs> but maybe it's just his acting is so bad. Um I do not care for it. I was watching this episode and I was like, wow. I kind of feel like they were really grasping at straws here. Um, not a fan by any means. Liz, have you seen the whole series? Um, no. Okay. But I know the things. Okay. Okay. All, mostly okay. all the things. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't, it's, I'm excited when you said that the playbill thing triggered memories. I'm excited for that because I don't know that stuff. I mean, I know some things in the future and when we finally do meet the real Charlotte, which Michelle knows is coming. Um, but I don't know how we get there. So this playbill thing, I'm like super excited about. I'm like, ooh, yeah, like a nugget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, here's finally like a gem for you to like hold yeah, on to. So I'm excited for yeah. that. Um, but like I have to put the pieces together each week of the things that I do know, but it's fun to watch it play out and see how it's going. Like the William stuff, I didn't expect grandfather to be like partaking in this Nate stuff. I had no clue. Mm. Um, Diana's whole storyline and what's to come with her. I'm like, how are we getting there? Do you remember <laughs> her, Adrian? Because Diana, I still am like, what is your deal? Who are you? I vaguely remember her, mostly just because she's like a famous actress. Right, right, of course. Not necessarily like her <laughs> her plot line. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel like she's probably done now that she like got in the car and like left. <laughs> I feel like Gossip Girl, I mean, maybe, maybe she, she's going to keep She comes back. back. But I, I list, yeah, she, list, does? she does? Okay. Told me, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I might not be the best guest. Oh. I'm just like popping in for one episode. Oh, I and mean, like, you know, is have no context. Ab- no, you know. <laughs> and like, but here's the thing: it is. It would be so Gossip Girl for her to leave. She has, mm-hmm. like, this character's gone. Cut by done. We have to end <laughs> this character. We know she has a relation to Bart because we found a picture of her in his files. So I'm like, how mm. do you know everyone? Why were you trying to take down Gossip Girl? Like, I just... mm. So I'm glad that she has a secret. William has a secret. Right. What is this? There were vibes. Oh. Yeah, there were vibes, like, at the end of the episode. Yeah. About this secret. Yeah. And it's just like... It seems like their secret is connected. I don't know. And has to do with Nate. Yes. And, And Nate. And then she's like, she needed Serena for something. It's like, it's all very... Yeah, it's sketchy. Yeah. Super sketch. Um, let's go into a question from Jess. She says, were you surprised that Nate has never sent anything into Gossip Girl? I mean... Is that a question for yeah, me I mean, or for sure. all of us? Go ahead and answer. I thought it was really sweet, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like, part of me was like, that's amazing. He's like s- true golden boy, right? And then the other part of me was like, well, what if he just, like, deleted them because he had access to them? That's a Michelle Like, I thought. had both thoughts. <laughs> I had both thoughts. I'm just like, it could have been either way. And I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah. I also had both thoughts because I'm like, he either deleted to look really good in Diana's eyes because they're screwing each other, or he actually never submitted anything because what is he going to submit? He's a golden retriever, so. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Right. And he doesn't usually betray his friends. Like, his... His whole story 
line is Nate the good friend. Like he's just always the friend that's there for you, for Chuck, for Dan, for Serena, whoever. And he just sleeps around. Like, those are his two qualities. Right. He just sleeps around and he's a good friend. Right. Exactly. It's not awful, so, actually. I mean, no. go Nate. <laughs> it, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, Michelle, what do you think Diana's secret is? Oh, my goodness. I feel like if I had any inkling, I would have blurted it out. But every week I keep feeling I keep hoping we're going to get more and we don't. And now we've known she has secrets, but now she even has another secret with William. Right. So I is that secret the same secret, though? No, but she has he knows a secret of hers and she knows a secret of his. They're intertwined. Right. Right. right, right. And somehow Bart is in there. This better be a big deal. This Bart picture, because I am. If it's a flop, that's going to be really disappointing. Yeah, because I'm holding on to it, and I don't let shit go, as our listeners no. know. <laughs> we, yes, we know. Yes. No, that would suck if it ended up being something like, meh, meh, you know? <laughs> yeah. A little lackluster, but... Um, but Jess doesn't understand why uh, Nate needs to take over the spectator. Isn't he a student at Columbia? She doesn't understand. <laughs> a student. I forgot about that. <laughs> It's like, and I said this before, but it's like a joke that it's like the writers kind of like just faded out college. Like it just wasn't a thing anymore. Like they just don't go. But it also, it's like, okay, when they were in high school, they were essentially living their lives like they were 20. So now that they're 20, they're essentially living their lives like they're 30. And it's like, they're just keeping true to the actual ages of these actors rather than their characters. Right. And that's the fantasy of it all. It's like, right. Let's just keep it that way. So... (laughs) As much as we we know that they are technically still in college, we'll just ignore the fact that we don't see them ever there. <laughs> no, I forgot same. about that. I forgot college was a thing. Yeah, same. Um, Jess also says, that sh- is she the only one that thought the outfits were hideous in this episode? <laughs> I did not like Blair's dress at all. I uh, The dress that she the, wore? The sequins and the bow. With the bow. I liked it. it. So much. <laughs> I actually liked it. I thought it was bold and I actually like Serena's dress. I like Serena's dress too. I, you know what's funny, Michelle? I knew you were going to like Serena's, uh, Blair's dress. <laughs> Had you know? Because it was bold. I, it was bold and it was orange. I just knew mm-hmm. that you were going to like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did not it like it It had no all. shape. I did not either. I did not. I honestly didn't like Serena's dress either, personally. Yeah. Um, also, I just feel like if we're really thinking about Blair, right, and I know that they were, like, tricking her into thinking that it was, like, going to be a casual party and blah, blah, blah. But if I showed up to a Tiffany's party wearing that dress and not, like, an LBD, I'd be really upset. Good point. Right. Good point. I'm surprised no one kind of, well, I I guess they were trying to trick her, but they should know Blair and be like, well, wear this or. So you'll be like the star of the show. Right. Right. You know, everyone's going to be casual and you're going to be like the diamond. Oh, good point. Very good point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did you Mm. like the shower idea? We thought that was so cute. I loved it. I loved it. and But I hated that Ivy slash Charlie got the ring. I hated that. I felt so, like, she does not deserve that. I know. I was but like, also, it's like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. 
like, but she had to get the ring so she could like give it to Max for all this like bribing. So I understand it's part of the plot line, but still, I just was like, yeah, I know it was a little too convenient. It was way too convenient. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just want to ask you, Adrian, what are you thinking about Dan? (laughs) Because last week he was on his book tour, which he decided to quit midway because nobody was showing up for him. Um, And this episode, he was just kind of super pathetic with his, I wasn't invited. Get over yourself, dude. Like, who cares? Yeah. He's very hurt. So how do I feel about how he was? Yeah. I mean, do you um, do you remember liking... Uh, how do you feel about Dan as a character? Because I know he's not everyone's favorite. So I wonder how, what I've your take w- on, is on him. I know it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. And thank you for being so understanding <laughs> of that. Um, I feel like... With most of the characters, it ebbs and flows, right? Like, sometimes I really like Blair, and then sometimes I don't like her as mm-hmm. much. I feel the same with Dan. In this episode, I almost, like, just, like, had secondhand embarrassment for him or, like, felt sorry for him the whole time. And it's yep. just, like, I mean, I'm glad he didn't, like, sleep with the two women that Chuck, like, hired for him or whatever. Ugh. Um, yeah, gross. But I also was just impressed that, like, Chuck was just gonna, like, go walk his dog. Yeah. I was like, you go. You fucking go. You've grown up. You are a real man, Chuck. Love it. Um, honestly, the only thing that, like, I absolutely have to talk about in terms of Dan and Chuck and their whole predicament is the fact that they watched The Matrix. <laughs> I can't. Keanu. I, like, can't. I can't get over it. Like, I was watching this, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I'm just thinking about the writer's room, and they're like, yeah, okay. We're going to get Dan. We're going to get Chuck. They're going to be miserable, and let's have them watch The Matrix. Genius! (laughs) Like, who? Who thought? I mean, I could see it happening, maybe not with those two specific characters. Yeah, like Nate and Dan together. Yes. It's funny that Chuck... They would choose that movie for Chuck to watch with like his like little like bruschetta with the salmon on top. Like it doesn't fit the matrix. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, it was just like so bizarre. It was. It was comical because it's ridiculous. It It is ridiculous. Uh, So you're liking Chuck's growth. It only took us five seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, I will say like, the the three guys of the show, right? Like, Nate is very vanilla. He's just very bland. Yep. Like, he's a pretty boy. He's a pretty good guy. But, like, th- he doesn't have a whole no, lot that's going it. for That's him. all we have. Yeah. That, yeah. And then I feel like Dan, we see some growth, you know, because he's, like, poor me, blah, blah, blah. And he's almost always like that. Yes. But then he, like... He, like, grows into some confidence, which I can appreciate. And I, like, feel for him that he's, like, going through this emotional turmoil because he has these, like, genuine feelings for Blair. Because with Serena, she was almost just, like, someone he, like, lusted after because she's, like, this princess Mm -hmm. whatever. So it's, like, I feel like that was the surface-level relationship. And with Dan and Blair, it's more, like, Digging deeper into, like, true feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. And that's why yes. we like Pear. So good. 
It's yeah. so good. Even with them watching those two on screen, especially when in earlier episodes they watched movies together, they had chemistry. Those actors mm-hmm. had chemistry. And compare, and then you think about Padge with Serena, and you're like, I don't know, for me anyway, they worked, I guess, but not like the level, the fire level of right. the other two. Well, it's like Dan had like unrequited love for Serena. Without knowing Serena her. Almost like, yeah, and yeah, right. And then like Serena like almost felt bad for Dan. So it was just like this power dynamic that just didn't yeah. really work. And the same is true for like Chuck and Blair. They're both so powerful and so like charged that that also doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's why this complementary force really works for Dan and. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, We have a question from Tish. We kind of discussed it, but she said, Adrian, obviously no spoilers, but how do you feel about Chivy and the whole situation? And do you think she genuinely cares for the Vanderwoodsons? Chivy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you guys come up with that? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I think I might like that better than Padge. I love Padge, but Chivy (laughs) is, like, too good. We're we're into it. We're we're very much into it. All your all your relationship like names are so yeah. good. Um, I do not think she cares. I think she is like gold digger is not the right terminology, but I she's essentially. I think she's just there for the money mm. and for you know. I think this episode specifically, it's just like her intentions are just. She does not care. I think maybe part of her wants to feel like a family. But in the end, like that very quick phone call she had with mom, it's just like it's too much. Mm. There's too much like pressure coming to like stay in and to be like perceived as this true like family member. And I think it's all motivated by money. Right. And the trust. Carol's is for sure because if – Ivy messes this up for her, then her whole trust fund money situation could just go out the window. So Carol needs Charlie to be like really pushing for this money to keep the money, I guess. So yeah, it's not a good situation. <laughs> I don't know why Chivy just can't be like, oh, I want to go and live my life as, you know, Charlie. And she'll just leave the vicinity, and wouldn't Carol still get her money? Right, I, but Carol said, "Oh, they would get suspicious of that." So, even like, pop they in wouldn't every couple of months, you know? Like, I right. think this could be handled. I think everybody could win if we just finagled it a little bit, but we wouldn't have this show. All right <laughs> there you go. Uh, Tisha's Michelle. Why do you think Louis is acting so villainous lately? Because he's insecure. <laughs> I said it in the first half. He's spiraling. He snapped. He finally snapped because this has been building. In the beginning, we really liked Louis, Adrian. We're like, oh, really? We did. He is literally, (laughs) I was about to say, out of any character on this show, like I watched this episode and I was like, you are fucking pointless. (laughs) Like, why are you here? You, I don't know how many episodes you've been around, but like, I wish you weren't. Yeah, he's been here for a long time. Yeah. And we met him so long ago. Like the beginning of four, right? Beginning of four. 
And they, yeah, they went on a date and then he resurfaces. So it's like, whoa, for that callback. That's too much. That's too much. He was okay. But we knew, like I knew, I'm like, you are not lasting. And he's put up with a lot of shit and he, he snapped. And right now I don't like him. I could, I'm done with him. It's time. I'm done. Me too. Let's go. Sayonara. Like that's it. He's, it's boring. We've done it. Yeah. Super boring. (laughs) And yeah. Mm, No. Yeah, I'd like to see Blair f- find herself without being with anyone. Like, let her just be the mature Blair we know she can be because her sides are starting to come. Like, she was starting to, she was going well, doing well. And then now it's kind of like she's reverting back to high school Blair because I feel like she's like her back's against the wall and she needs to, like, fight Louis and fight her like fight for this life even though it's really not what she sh- needs this is not what Blair should be doing with her life right <laughs> even though that's what she thought she wanted it's not it's not what she wants and like let's not forget we're 1920 so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have so much life to live you don't right. have to be married to a prince at 19 years old yeah we could do without that yeah. So unrealistic. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's gossip girl. <laughs> yeah. Um why do you think that William is trying to rebrand Nate? Now, Michelle, do you think this is like something he's doing in a positive light for his grandson or you think he's got like an ulterior motive with this? He definitely has an ulterior motive. I still don't understand and maybe I should just let it go why we're going to rebrand Nate with the spectator. Right. There's got to be a better company, more reputable source. But I guess because William has control of this now, so he can control the narrative. I honestly, I'm like, out of all the storylines, I'm most lost on this one. I personally, while you were saying that, Michelle, I personally was like, the writers probably were like, we've never, like, we don't, we ha- we just have to have something for Nate. So, like, let's go in this direction. Mm-hmm. And it's not landing well. Like, I think Nate's always been in the background of the main characters, right? He just, like, doesn't have a whole lot going for him yeah. outside of, like, his affairs and all of these women he sleeps with. And, like, there's even that tied into this plot line just to, like, stay on brand, I guess. But, like, yeah, this is not interesting and doesn't make sense. Right. right. And it's like we were we were going to do that storyline anyway. We'll just throw Nate in there just to give him something. Something. Yeah. 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 But I don't trust William. No. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Right. I mean, when have we ever been able to? Every time we've met him, which we haven't seen him in a while at this point. Right. I guess it was like season three. That's when the trip and Serena stuff was, right? Oh, my God. I hated Ugh. that so much. Um, yeah, me that. too. But every time we've like reintroduced him, it's always for something scandalous and negative, And he's trying to one-up right. someone or something. So, no. Um, so Tish wants to know for everyone, what are some of the best shower or wedding party gifts that you've received? I haven't had a shower yet, so you guys can go. (laughs) I, if anyone is planning on going to a wedding, this is one of the 
best gifts I've ever gotten is from my husband's grandparents. We got essentially like a guest book. So whenever we host people at our house, they'll sign our guest book. And we've had that since we got married in 2013. And so we'll like read through it and be like, oh my gosh, this person visited us visited us when we lived at this place and this is what we did. And it's so, so, so sentimental and so special and so cheap. Oh, that's such a good idea. I am obsessed. And when Aunt and I move next year, I'm going to do that. Yeah, because like our place has being listed. We'll have to talk, girl. <gasps> yes, um, yes, okay. Yeah, but that I I love that. I absolutely love it, and I want to do that for the next wedding or shower that I go to. I think for my our shower, we got all the coffee things. So, <laughs> so many coffee things. Yeah, I mean, when Aunt and I had our shower, I received coffee grinder, espresso machine, French press, pour over. Because we had everything. We were already living with each other. So I guess that was it. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michelle, when Randy and I moved in together, got us that really cute shower notebook. I did. So Aunt and I, which I have now given to people who move in together, so I guess, but Aunt and I have a waterproof notepad. And so we play hangman in the shower. And we we'll play, play hangman in the shower. Yeah, we play word games. And I also feel like in the shower, I get my best ideas. So I jot down notes. It's like my office. It's like as soon as I go in there, it's like, oh. So that's a good gift. I usually give that as a housewarming present. Yeah. I actually have a podcast episode on She's So Cool about creativity and self-care. And I did some digging into, and this was all prompted by this idea of all my best ideas came while I was in the shower or on my bike. And so I dug into, like, the research behind why that's the case. So if anyone is interested in learning more about that, you can go check that out. Oh, we're going to link in in the description. Yes. Okay. Yes, we will. That's fascinating. I'm going to go listen to that when I go to bed (laughs) tonight. I'm going to plug in. I think it's a pretty short one, too. Oh, perfect. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, anyway. Um, Vic says, hi, Adrian. Was wondering what your who your favorite character was and who your least favorite character is. Well, from this episode, Louis is my least favorite. But overall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Vanessa is my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, either of you like her? We're neutral to her. We're okay well, with her. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I wish that they didn't like just, you know, she did some shit and then that was it. Yeah, what I hate about it is she's one of the only people of color on this show and she had such an unlikable personality and such an unlikable storyline and I really hate that. Yeah, they did her dirty. They did her dirty. They did her dirty. They did her, they did her dirty. Yeah. In terms of favorite character, I think I said this last time. I'm pretty sure I did. Blair is my fave. She just has, like, big, powerful, bad bitch energy, and I love it. Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. So I guess Blair over Serena, then, was her other question. Not that we need to come. Always. We're not going to compare. Serena, but. I mean, I love Blair. Blake Lively as a person, but like I also feel like Serena is to Nate, like they're both just kind of bland. Yes, we yes. also 
had this we keep, discussion we last keep week. getting this we our keep guests keep saying this. this yeah did liz freeze i think liz froze oh i Is did she frozen on your end <laughs> shit can you guys liz, hear me still? can you hear us yes oh, i can still i can sorry guys i saw my connection said it was unstable and oh, okay. i was like i wonder if i'm frozen oh god all right we're almost done um yeah, so Vic also wants to know. Um, she also wanted to know if Diana's on the island. I confirmed earlier she is not. And um, when do you think Nate will find out about his grandfather? Uh, I'm, um, two episodes. Two episodes. Okay. Because so I think next week. Do? Yeah, I think next week. It's going to come out more. Oh, she's frozen again. No, I am. Oh, she is. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I guess I'll wait. You can, just, you can still answer. I could answer, probably. yeah. So I think I'll just tell you. Um, yeah, okay. I think in two episodes because I think next week we'll dive a little bit more into what they're doing. And then the episode after that, I think he'll start to realize I heard. I yeah. hear you guys the whole time. Oh, good. Oh, perfect. So you heard my answer. <laughs> yeah, I heard your answer. Okay, great. It's just, it's, okay, and you you're guys just frozen. Frozen, and I'm not frozen on my end. But I, you guys oh. say that. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's good that you can. Yeah, hear that us. is good. No, I can hear, hear everything. Us. That would saying. be a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, how many episodes are in season five and season six? Are they shorter than the other seasons? No, so five actually has 24. 22. 24? Yeah. And six only has 10, so. Okay, okay. I remember season six being a lot shorter. Yeah, ten. it's a 10 episode, like, quick <laughs> sum yeah. up of what happens on the rest of the show. but Which, like... N- Shows nowadays are like ten episodes. You're lucky if you get ten episodes. Yeah. You're lucky if you get twelve oh, episodes. Oh, right, exactly. Right. So, yeah, um, that should be interesting to see <laughs> the ten and episodes. What is but crazy this is the too? Longest season. Yeah, but at, listeners have told us that the storylines completely change in the second half of this season. Right. Like completely is what I, we've been told. So, I'm just like where. How are we? Where are we going? We're yeah. We gotta wrap this shit up, and then we're changing completely. Yeah. So we're we have a lot of things to wrap up before we go and deep dive deep into some other stuff. So right. lots to come. Yeah, lots right. to come. Um, Adrian, do you have any final thoughts on the episode? Were there anything that you wanted to discuss that we haven't discussed? One thing Blair said that I am not happy about, and I don't know if you already talked about it, when she was like, what is this, the help? <gasps> I know. I was like, there's, there's, um, I have a friend who has a podcast, it's called um, But Make It Scary. So she turns romantic comedies into horror films, and so she brings a guest on, and they both, like, write a horror film plot. So fun. I so fun i did that with her and did the proposal and one of the things that she adds in as like a segment of her show is you know things that didn't age well that like were maybe appropriate in quotes back then from a political like political correctness standpoint versus what's politically correct Mm -hmm. now and like that statement would not fly 
in 2021. Like, so inappropriate. Yeah, yeah no. So inappropriate. Yeah, it's, it's super cringy. I did catch on to that. And I was like, ooh. And that's there's a couple of things that happen, of course, in this series because of, you know, the age yeah. of it. And you're just like, Ugh. Yeah. The age of it and just, like, the genre of it, right. too, I think. It's so uncomfortable. Um... Other than that, I mean, I thought it was kind of fun and exciting for Gossip Girl's secrets to be revealed. I was actually anticipating, like, more of a blow-up, so maybe next episode there will be more, like, repercussions and consequences to that. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping for that, too. And we were saying, just in general, why didn't – I mean, I guess maybe next week they could do it, but go through that list and they could probably figure out who Gossip Girl is. Right. Right? Which I would totally do. Right? I mean, you would go through (laughs) that line by line highlighter and be like. I literally would. I would be like, okay, so the only person who hasn't submitted Mm. is this Mm -hmm. person. Interesting. Right. Yep. Yeah. But then you would be like, well, maybe it's Nate. Right. Because Nate has never submitted Right. Exactly. It's suspicious. It's very suspicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Adrian, we always love chatting with you. Please come back Thank again you so someday. Much. I I want to. <laughs> and come for Friday is... Night Lights too. Yes, please do. All right, we just got done chatting with Adrian. Always a pleasure. Uh, like on my time hop, it popped up that I met her in person two years ago in Salt yeah, Lake City. Yeah, when you went to Utah. Yeah, and I got to meet her, and it was on my time hop, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, time goes by so fast." It she's really such does. a special soul. I love her. Yeah, she's a warm, just a very warm human. She's awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Uh, the episode's in the description if you guys want to check out the uh, the episode we were referencing. Yes. Okay, so some trivia watched by 1.35 million viewers. The episode title is based off of the movie All the Pretty Horses. The episode takes place on November 7th, 2011. I don't know where we saw that, but <laughs> apparently somewhere in there. Okay. Um, Tish had a deleted scene. There is a totally unnecessary deleted scene, she says. Um, that takes place right before Carol calls Chivy back. Lily and Chivy have a heart-to-heart conversation where Chivy said she didn't sleep well due to all the nasty things Gossip Girl said about her. Lily assures her Serena is working hard to take down Gossip Girl, and Lily offers to help her take her mind off of things by suggesting she help with a party. Chivy declines, and then we see Chivy pick up the phone like we did in the scene in the episode. Ha! Huh. Funny that Lily knows... Serena's taking down Gossip Girl. Don't worry about it. You know, um, Tish has been giving us the deleted scenes. Yeah. I feel like we need to bring back some Tish tea. <gasps> we need to bring back some Tish we need, tea. Tea, 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 tea. She's giving us some tea. She's providing. Let's next. We're going to. We got to start that again because I've always gotten joy from that. Absolutely. And you have too. So thanks, Tish. Thank it's coming back. And it's like, oh, is that Tish's T T D T T? Yeah, exactly. That's her. Yes, man. We had some music by Givers, Slow Club, Feist, Z Avi, and Godier. Gautier. 
Um, I had eight headbands in so this So did episode. I! Jess had seven, so we both counted eight. Mm-hmm. Lots of headbands at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like Chivy's just like simple long sleeve shirt with all the sequins on it or studs, I guess. That was nice. The gold one? Yeah, it was like tan with like gold studs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked the dresses, so I'm alone with that. <laughs> I, I thought they Serena's. were bold. I thought Serena's, the cut of it was really cool and different. And the pattern was cool too, but Blair's was, I would, I would personally never choose that. Well, I think for our body types, I could not wear a dress like that. I need a, I actually need a shape. I can't do just a no shape. And she wore two dresses that were shapeless. She did. And I think they're doing that on purpose because of the pregnancy thing. Like she's supposed to be wearing boxier clothing. So I get it. Um, I really liked uh, Chivy's dress at the event, too, and her hair was really done up pretty. Did you have anything else? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Max had a tan sweater, and I liked he had the black elbow pads. I thought that was cute. Yeah. What about some quotes? Classic Carol. <laughs> Just like that, too. Um, you really have been good this whole time, haven't you? Are you her minions or mine? Oh, yeah. I told you to get some ass, not to make one of yourself. So good. So good. You should live by that line. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Chuck. I had uh, the line from the Evite. I believe it said, Jean's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jean's okay, yeah. Um, so I don't show up overly fabulous if there's such a thing. I think she's doing Greek food, like gyros. <laughs> Me, you, Keanu. <laughs> I seriously, though, I'm obsessed with the text of Operation Tzatziki. Oh, so funny. We, somehow, we need to just use, use that, that list. Me and you, we love Greek food. We, <laughs> If we're ever scheming, we just got to be like, Operation Tzatziki. Tzatziki. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, Carol, if the money stops, I'll have nothing to lose. Oh my gosh. The whole <laughs> the whole Padge elevator scene and he's like, as you can tell, I'm crashing this party. And he's just like, who the hell are these people? It made me laugh. Yeah, I had who the hell are you people anyway cuz he just was like ch- chatting away not even realizing. Yeah. Um and the last quote I had, he's trained to go after fake Prada. Yeah. Are you ready for an MVP and shittiest? I am, actually. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. You ready? Ready? Yeah. Three. Three. Two. two one. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. You got to give it where it deserves, you know? Yeah. We had the most votes for Chuck this episode. We did have a vote for Diana as well. Cause she actually made a little bit of a, a turnaround this episode. She was caring for Nate, finally showing some sympathy there um but mostly everyone picked chuck which is well deserved i think yeah yeah this is my third week in a row picking chuck is it my second or did i give blue ribbons no you gave dorota last week but the week before you picked chuck oh boy oh my goodness what's happening yikes yeah (laughs) you ready for a shittiest i am yeah okay all right three three 
two, two one. one. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Boy, bye. Everyone picked Louis because it just was really pathetic and sad to watch this guy just be super manipulative and kind of failing at it because she figured it out. Do you know what this feels like? This feels like watching Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. And how it's just pathetic and you're spiraling. And we know you're actually probably a good person, but you got wrapped up in this world and you're letting it affect you and you actually are really bad at it. Yes, he's bad at it, just like how Vanessa's bad at it. And they both get found out within like two seconds of them doing something scheming because they're not good at being bad. No, they're not. (laughs) Which is like a compliment, but also then just don't get yourself wrapped up in it. They're just, they're they're getting themselves wrapped up and it's not good. Right. Yeah. Um, All right, let's go into a Betty of the Week. You're a total Betty. So this week I chose Nolan, who is a semi new pledge to us. Super hey, Nolan. Hey, Nolan. I did some IG stalking. And oh. he refers to himself as a husky dad, so I'm going to call him a husky dad because, I mean, why wouldn't I? It's an adorable title to have, a husky dad. So he's excited for Talking Texas Forever, our new Friday Night Lights podcast, and so are we. And we can't wait to talk with you, Nolan. I can't wait to make predictions and have you laugh at all of the silly things that I say and chat with Michelle and... um just I hope you enjoy and we're really thankful that you're here and I'm pretty sure it was your girlfriend or wife sorry don't want to make any assumptions that um made you become a pledge she bought this subscription for your anniversary I've been dying to say that hello I think you know by now right (laughs) so hey Nolan and thank you to wifey for setting him up with our lovely Patreon family, and we're super excited to have the addition of Nolan. So thank you. Thank you, Nolan. I also, I wanted to shout out two people who sent us cat pictures. So as you know, if you're your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. We love cats here, aka I love cats, and I make her love them by association. And I have three, and they're the podcasts, and so... Please send me pictures of your cats because it brings me so much joy. So Allie Simmons sent a picture of Nyx. Super cute. Uh, named after Stevie Nyx. Adorable. And then Crystal also sent pictures of um, their cat. So it brings such joy. I love opening up those DMs on Instagram and just seeing cat pictures. I mean, what else is better in the world? But uh, we super appreciate it. So thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's time for you to hear the title for next week and my three gossip words. Next week is a fun episode. Lots happen. I'm pumped. Okay, so episode nine is titled Roads to perdition okay and it's gonna be with a patron the patron hasn't been selected yet but in a few days this patron will be joining us for episode nine 
Um, our three gossip words this week will be three gossip words. Haters, cousin, honor. <laughs> Do we get to meet the real Charlie? No. Oh, man. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, I still think cousin has to do with Chivy. Okay. Um, Honor. I don't know. I'm, I think something have to do with honor, like, oh, shit. No, because Serena is already the maid of honor. So I was going to be like, oh. I I wasn't even going there. I want you. Yeah, (laughs) clearly not. And then haters. Haters going to hate. Hate gonna hate. Oh, good one. Throwback, Lizzie. <laughs> wow, this is really tough. Um, do we do we touch upon the Diana stuff, or is this like on hold? Uh, it's. I think it's on hold. Shit. <laughs> My memory serves me correctly. Okay, so it if it's roads, yeah, it's, it's on hold. It's we're focused on like Chivy. something else big. Okay, so I think we're going to be focused on Carol, Chivy, and Max. Max okay. has to get that money, and Max is going to take Serena out, and mm. it's going to get awkward because Serena's the cousin. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be haters around this. Now, Blair, we have to pick up where we left off with Chuck. So, and Padgy Boy, who's just so sad and pathetic right now. Ugh, he's disgusting. Me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think it's going to be heavily focused on the Rhodes women. Okay, that's a good idea. Good thoughts. Yeah. yeah. What should we do for the emoji this week? Well, I feel like we've already done it, but the ring would have been perfect, right? Yeah. Shit. There's no, like, I'm thinking of, like, sources, like... Uh, a, a laptop? Mac, there is a laptop. a laptop. Yeah, send us the laptop emoji like you just pulled up Gossip Girl Sources and then stick that little cute emoji in an Apple Podcast review. Yeah. You know the drill. We want you to leave us a review. It means so much to us. And while you're over there, rate us five stars. If you're not subscribed, please follow and subscribe. Yeah. And on Spotify, you can rate. You can't leave reviews, but you can tap and leave stars. Hell yeah, you can. tap over there. Leave us a review. Helps the show grow. This is a really big way for you to help us. So we really appreciate it. And if you're interested in the other things that we do, check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Total Betty Podcast Network. Yeah, and we're the same on Instagram. And we have just launched uh, our trailer sort of. First thoughts of Friday Night Lights, Talking Texas Forever. That's also on there if you're interested. It's also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you want to subscribe, check out the episode. Leave us a rating review over there as well. We would be much thankful for you all. Thank you. <laughs> Words did not. Yes. Yes. Not to come. Yeah. What Liz said, we'd be much thankful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway. I have Will Street. Yeah, you do. I do. It is in honor of Diana and the Spectator. Gossip Girl characters as media outlets. Yes. Will. Always providing. All right. I hope I don't butcher any of these. (laughs) We have Blair, the Atlantic, prestigious and a bit higher class than your average outlet. Smart, but not as 
hoity-toity as the New Yorker wants to be. Chuck, the Wall Street Journal. I'm guessing Bart had him reading this since he was a little boy. That one's perfect. Dan, the New Yorker, blue ribbon to NPR. I mean, come on, this is too easy. Yeah, you can be smart by reading the New Yorker, but it's far more important to to the liberal yuppies like Dan to look smart holding the New Yorker. <laughs> so yes. true. Serena. Reuters, an international newspaper for the character who is in the international papers more than anyone else in the show. Nate, ESPN, dun 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 dun. <laughs> Chivy, the Guardian, she has been guarding her real identity from everyone for as long as she's been on the show. Rufus, Vox, very informative but very self righteous, tries too hard to be edgy and hip at times. Lily, the American conservative. Lily is a classic case of leftist growing up, becoming a conservatist. At least she has, hasn't given up on everything about her old self. William Vanderbilt. Fox News. Easy. <laughs> Diana. BBC. Oi, it's a bloody good paper. In it, I'm always a tad cuffed, shuffed. When me make, when me mate turn on telly to be... Wow, I fucking... Michelle's <laughs> laughing at me so hard. I'm dying. Diana's BBC. Oi, it's a bloody good paper, in it. I'm always a tad huffed when me mate turns on the telly to the BBC. That was better. Bravo, <laughs> bravo. You. I'm usually very good at a British accent. And we have Maureen the Blaze. Very hot and very conservative. And Mrs. Carr, Huff Post. The New Yorker for common people, aspiring to be hoity-toity, perfect for someone from Iowa moving to New York. <laughs> perfect. Wonderful, Bravo, Will. Will. Thank you, Will. You always enlighten the podcast. You teach me something. I had to look up Reuters. So <laughs> we cut it out, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I looked it up because Lissy did not know that one. <laughs> um but thank you, Will. Thank you to everyone who sent their questions. Thank you to Adrian. We love you so much. And we are hopping in the carts. We're going after dark. This Click. is where we leave you. If you Click. have not watched the show. Click. Okay. Tick. Click. 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 You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Okay, we have made it in After Dark. I know you have a lot to say, and I'm sure it's the same as what Sahara and Tish and I have been thinking about what Sahara said last week about Nate and how this would make sense that he never sent tips in because he is Gossip Girl. Whoa. I mean, if they have other things, do they have anything else to say? Because I'll wait for them till it's... Or... No, Tish said also Nate being as selfless and okay. not wanting to do anything to hurt his friends would make him the least likely suspect. Right. I'm very excited to see Nate as Gossip Girl this season. Adrian actually sent me a little stuff about how her thoughts on Dan. So she says, when Dan was reading the latest Gossip Girl post to Rivas and Lily, the quote 
was looks like lonely boy needs to change his name to banished boy made her cringe she personally can't imagine dan writing that as someone who sees himself as a serious writer although maybe this is from the perspective of the persona of gossip girl either way this line was too cringy for her she thought it was interesting from a plot perspective that dan was super drunk when the gossip girl sources were posted to the spectator so he's essentially had an excuse for not being not having a reaction to the news yeah. That makes sense. Um, I didn't even consider Padge anymore as Gossip Girl. I was just watching Nate. Yeah. Uh, just, it was so convenient for him to be like, oh, yeah, I know how to crash the server. I know exactly who to call, which makes me think that they could have had Eric and Nate working together as Gossip Girl, something mm. that they started together and just kept each other's secret. Then you throw Jonathan into there. It was just the way he just came up with that. We haven't seen Nate be so slick in a very long time with a purpose right. and it just worked very well if you look at him as gossip girl like oh yeah i can pull this up my name's not in here either i took it out or maybe he even maybe he even posted as like a different kind of email you know what i mean or under a different name right so if this ever got out his tracks are covered yeah I mean, right. it's more fun to look at Nate as Gossip Girl. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't make sense. But like you said last week, this episode actually makes sense for Nate to possibly be Gossip Girl. Yeah. So after Sahara sent her email, I had obviously already watched this episode. And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> actually, this kind of makes a little sense just in this particular episode, though. Right. But before all of this, in all of the seasons, I can't really pinpoint one other time that Nate was suspicious like this. And I know they said, okay, in season one, I think it was it was just season one that they were going to be Eric, and then it kind of got spoiled. So then they floundered with who they wanted it to be. And then season four, they were deciding it was Nate. But right. also in season four, nothing. Right. Like we really said last led week, to that. it's just so. nothing. But this makes total sense. So I just couldn't believe how well that worked because right. it, it it's not in Nate's wheelhouse for this to have happened. Like his character traits, I feel like is not something he, him not submitting it. Yes. But him being able to access it and think like, oh yeah, I know exactly who I can call to get this to go. Mm-hmm. It doesn't track for a normal Nate attribute. Right. And the fact that he's allowing the spectator then to take him down. Right. Right. Is it like, does he want to give up Gossip Girl? Like, is he ready for it to kind of be done so he can stop trying to, like, have his head above water all the time with people not figuring out that it's him. I mean, obviously, after all these years, I still haven't, but... Or he's just like, eh, we'll continue because we're Gossip Girl and because even the blast that went out. Sorry for the breach of, you know, it doesn't matter. I think people will still tune in to see what Gossip Girl will say. Right. And it's funny that all of those um, tips were written as if they were posted on Gossip Girl. It wasn't like someone saying like, oh, I saw this person, this person. It was like, hey, Upper East Siders. Like, it was like already those Gossip Girl blasts. Formatted. Like, I could never picture Nate 
ever say anything <laughs> like that. Right. Even in that tone of like being witty and like sneaky. So and then that. it kind of makes know. me feel like, and I know this isn't the case, but if him and Eric did work on this together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's fun. This know. added like a really fun element to the show for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, and that's uh that's our show tonight. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Next week we'll be joined with a patron, whoever you are, we're excited to chat with you. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, Roads to Perdition. It's a fun one. I enjoyed next week's episode very much. Um we get some uh guest appearances i mean like people that have been on the show already but they're back in next week's episode so i'm excited Oh, fun that's a fun yeah. little nugget to give me thank you yeah. yeah um but that is it like subscribe rate review do the things go check out talking texas forever Please. check us out on socials and we'll be back next week bye thank you so much for listening to three gossip girls podcast you can email us at 3gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow the show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs> <laughs>